On the Mean Green Sports Network from Learfield, this is the Mean Green Coaches Show with Jason Burton and Ross Hodge. Brought to you by Bill Utter Ford, Dos Equis, First State Bank, James Wood Buick GMC, Coors Light, First United Bank, Ramey King Insurance, Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, and by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. Now, here is your host, Zach Babb. Good afternoon, and welcome to Rudy's Barbecue here on I-35 and Teasley in Denton for the Mean Green Basketball Coaches Show, where we talk with both head coaches of the Mean Green on the women's side, Jason Burton, and on the men's side, Ross Hodge, and we'll Start off like we always do with the women's basketball team. By the way, the first place Mean Green women's basketball team. 17-3 and record now, 7-1 and alone atop the American standings. And as always, we'll start off with Jason Burton, who, by the way, of all the records that keep getting broken and milestones that keep getting reached this year, for head coach, first-year head coach for Mean Green Women's Basketball, he just passed Tina Slinker for the most wins in a first-year head coach of the Mean Green Women's Basketball program with win number 17. We talked about this a little bit post-game, Coach, on uh, on the broadcast yesterday, and, and there's, there's there can be a lot of good teams in the country and good teams over the years that you get to coach and be a part of. Not every good or great team is a special team, and it, man, there's still a third of the season left to play, but this really feels like a team that's just special to be around. Man, that's, it's crazy. I, we just had a staff meeting, and a, we still have a third of the season left, right? And so we broke it down, and the first 10 games, we were 9-1. and one. The second 10 games, we were 8-2, and two, but ultimately we're going to be judged on what we do the last 10 games. And um, but to have 17 wins in your first 20 games is is special. And, and um, you know, what's great about the team, and we said it yesterday, is just that, you know, you have some teams that, that are really good, that are talented, but you don't have always have teams that have the, the connection, have the chemistry, that enjoy being around each other, that uh, truly have each other's back. And, and so it's, it's you can see it like you can feel it. When you're coaching the team, you're watching the team, I watch the playback, and you see, like I watch our bench a lot of times, and you see the energy that our bench has, and you see the passion that our players play with on the floor, and that, you know, they truly celebrate each other, and, and um, they pick each other up. And so every team doesn't have that. And, and to, to have it and to be a part of it and, and to feel it and, this, and to feel the celebrations afterwards, uh, man, it's a special thing. So we're going to enjoy this ride while we're on it. Uh, a couple other milestones, by the way. This is the most regular season wins since the 05-06 team had 19. By the way, there's still 10 games left to play in this regular season. Uh, seven straight conference wins, also a program record. Um, I mean, and, and you talk about the energy. I mean, one play that myself and Michelle Brooks, who does the home games with me, were laughing about was at the end of the game yesterday against UAB, Desiree Colonel takes what she said was the first charge of her career the first thing she does is get up and sprints back towards you at the bench to give you a high five just for taking a charge. It, it's and, COVID year. It took, <laughs> it took five years to get that charge, but we'll take it. I mean, better late than never because um, it was a huge play. You know, we took five charges in the game, and that was something that was, you know, 
when you're doing that, you're playing defense. I thought our defense was incredible yesterday. And, um, you know, that charge right there says it all. Because she had, she had a play in the first half where you know, she busts up a handoff, gets a steal, goes and gets a layup. And then in the second half, she takes the charge. And that's probably the fastest she sprinted, too. Like, <laughs> she took off on a sprint to come give me a high five and, and high five the entire bench after that, too. She was that happy and excited. I'm, I just hope that that's not the last one now because she's, she's shown she can do it. It didn't hurt that bad. She got up and was, was, you know, she felt good enough to sprint and give a high five, so I feel like she can do that in the future. But, yeah, what a, what a fun thing that, that you're having that much fun off of a charge. And, and you know, we, I talked to our staff just a little while ago about not getting complacent. We got to keep getting better right now. We got to find ways to get better with less practice, um, not putting as much strain on them in practice. And we got, you know, this time of year, you want to be fresh too. You want to be fresh mentally and physically. And so you got to find ways to get better without necessarily just being a grind in practice all the time. And so the fact that she took a charge means we're getting better still. And so um, that's one thing that's exciting about this team. We're finding ways to get better. And let's talk about the two games over the last week since we last had a coaching show. The first game was uh, on Wednesday against Tulane, a 77 to 70 overtime win, in which another one that I'm sure put gray hairs on your head and the rest of your coaching staff. You were down by 15 in that game, 10 alone in the fourth quarter. And I mean, you mentioned defense. I mean, there was some lockdown defense from Anaya Johnson, from Desiree Wooten in that fourth quarter stretch and into overtime that kind of twofold. A, just the ability to lock down a two-lane team that had had a good offensive game to that point, but also just the tenacity and ability of your squad to, even when their back is completely against the wall, they had an 18-point comeback against Wichita State, 15 against Tulane. They're just never out of it, no matter what. It feels like no matter what corner they get pushed in, they have the ability and the belief that they can come out of that and still get a win. Those are two games I try to forget about, the Wichita <laughs> State game and the Tulane game. Um, yeah, and I, you know what? It's, it's funny because you talk about Anaya Johnson and, and Desiree Wooten. Well, we, we got really good in the game when we started going offense defense, and we took, we took Desiree Colonel out of the game and Jocelyn Moore out of the game um, for, for defense, and we put in those two, and those two were a huge spark. And I think that that bench says some things to you, right? Like when Desiree Colonel was on the bench, she was like, I don't, maybe I do have to play defense. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a charge and I'm going to do some other things this, this past game. Um, but I thought it carried over. I thought Anaya Johnson's defense and Desiree Wooten's defense carried over again into this, this last game and, and, and a huge spark, though, for us to, to, to beat Tulane. We don't win that game if they're not playing the defense they played. Um, I mean, Desiree, what she was doing, on their guards, getting over screens, fighting over handoffs, making it tough for them to, to, to shoot the ball. And then Anaya, I mean, she had two huge blocks in the fourth quarter. She blocks a three. There's a play where the post gets the ball on the block, does it up and under, gets me to, to, to shift, and then goes up, and Anaya blocks it out of bounds. And, and so she just had huge defensive plays for us. She's consistently taking charges. Both of them are consistently taking charges. Desiree Wooten had two charges yesterday. Anaya had one. Um, they're, just, they're making huge plays for us down the stretch um, and, and really like, throughout games now. And so, you know, that's what you need is to continue to find people where they, they can fill roles for us. And, and um, I, was talking to, I was talking to Mark in the bathroom. Like, there's certain plays, though. Like, Desiree Wooten's been playing some good defense. And then on a break, 
She's got a wide open pass break layup, but she passes it. And it's a turnover. It's like, let's shoot the layup. And then we, then you go back and look, and it's like, oh, she's on the left-hand side. Maybe we'll just do left-hand layups for Desiree Wooten for today's <laughs> practice, and we won't have that issue anymore. But, but it, it's, it's fun to be able to, to win those games and be like, okay, let's, let's, let's take some layups on the left-hand side now. Um, it's, it's, uh, those two players have really stepped up the last few games, and, and we'll continue to do so. Uh, that game yesterday, by the way, the final score was 87 to 72 over UAB to uh, to to claim sole possession of first place. Um, we already talked a little bit about Desiree Colonel. She tied a career high in scoring with 28 points. Um, outscored UAB the entire UAB team in the second quarter, 14 to 13. Um, I mean, you talk about her just everything she can do on the floor. We're going to have our player guest today and Deani Robinson, who they're best friends off the court as well. Um, just talk to me about those two a little bit and, and everything they bring both to this team, both on the court and off of it. I, I just feel like in March, if we continue to play the way we're playing, there's going to be some tough decisions that the conference has to make as far as who's going to be the MVP. Is it going to be Desiree Colonel or is it going to be Tamisha Lampkin? Because both of them are putting up MVP-type performances day in and day out. And then there should be a clear cut who the sixth woman of the year is, and that's Deani Robinson, the way she's playing um, throughout conference play. Um, and it says a lot about her, Deani, because her entire career, she's been a superstar. She's a superstar. I mean, she was freshman of the year. She's a two-time um, Division II All-American. She was the Lone Star Conference Player of the Year. She was on pace last year to be the Southland Conference Player of the Year before tearing her ACL. And I, we knew it was going to be a process for her to, to come back. And she got physically cleared back in October. But it's a whole other hurdle to get your confidence back and to play at the level that you're capable of playing. And I figured it was going to be around January, February that that would happen. And we're seeing it right now. And, I mean, this is – every time I see her – the number goes up. I, first, it was two games in a row, three games in a row. This is six games in a row that she's been playing at this high level, and it, it's, it's making a huge difference in, in our game. But I told her probably six games ago, you're not going to start anymore. You're going to come off the bench, and I need you to go earn the Sixth Woman of the Year award. And, and for her to, to sell out to accepting that role and just come, out, come in the game and be exactly what we need her to be day in and day out. She normally doesn't start the game, but she always finishes the game. And um, she, she is doing exactly what we need. And it says a whole lot about her character to be in her fifth year and to, to not worry about whether I start, but know that I'm doing what it takes for our team to win and I'm going to finish games. And, and, and what an incredible person and player that she is. And, and I'm happy that, that she is starting, that everybody is starting to see the player that, that we know she is. Well, we'll talk to Deani Robinson after this break as we continue here along the Mean Green Basketball Coaches Show. Deani Robinson is next. This is the Mean Green Sports Network from Learfield. Dos Equis knows college football game day is filled with iconic traditions. The fight songs, the mascots, the rivalries. The pregame text to your ex for her dad's cable login so you and your buddy can stream the game even though you promised last season you were just about to get your own subscription. Whatever your game day ritual is, make sure you're doing it with a real one. Dos Equis. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2023 Dos Equis. Imported by Cervezas Bank Econa's White Plains, New York. Life is yours to spend. Spend it expanding your balance. 
Spend it expanding your mind. Spend it wondering what comes next. Spend it trusting that God has a plan. Spend it taking small steps in your own life. Spend it making a big impact on someone else's. First United Bank. Spend life wisely. There are three words that fuel excitement at Bill Utter Ford. Ford Truck Month. At Bill Utter Ford, we have trucks that are especially priced to move off our lot and right to your front door. Why wait? The time is now to keep on trucking in a new truck that's tough enough and smart enough to keep you moving and grooving. Let us save you thousands off all the inventory we have in stock. Stop by and visit us or shop with us online at BillUtterFord.com, a Denton County tradition for over 67 years. Want to win a trip to New Orleans? Visit MeanGreenSports.com slash contest and register for your chance to fly to New Orleans with the Mean Green basketball team on February 28th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and game tickets to see North Texas take on Tulane at Avon G. Fogelman Arena and Mean Green Apparel. Register today at MeanGreenSports.com slash contest. This exclusive opportunity is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud partner of Mean Green Athletics. Welcome back here to Rudy's Barbecue, the Mean Green Basketball Coaches Show, as we do every Monday at noon. And continuing along our women's basketball first half hour of the show, we talked to Jason Burton. We'll get him back up here after this segment here. Then when we talk to Deani Robinson, Mean Green guard here, averaging 9.7 points per game, 2.3 rebounds, 2.6 assists, and my goodness, can fly down the court. Uh, Diani, appreciate you spending a little part of your Monday with us here today at Rudy's. Thank you for allowing me to be here. So just as I always do with these, w when we bring you up here, I know you grew up in Cyprus, just outside of, uh, outside of Houston, mm -hmm. exactly where I grew up. You went to the high school I was supposed to go to. Um, when did the love of the game first come into your life? Because your, your Langham Creek High School's all-time leading scorer. Where does this love of basketball come from for you in your early years? Well, I've always played as a little kid, and in middle school, we start basketball at seventh, seventh grade. So I finally got to play seventh grade, eighth grade, and I feel like I always just found my love. Instead of track, I had the option to run track or play basketball. Chose basketball. So, okay, so how long did you do track? Did you, as soon as you really got into basketball, were like, okay, we're done with track? Well, or did you keep doing it? I started off with basketball, and one of my teammates' dad, he's a track coach, and I was fast, of course. So he recruited me on his track team. So I ran AAU track for a couple of years, ran it freshman year of high school, and then I was done. <laughs> No more after that. Mm -mm. So your career at Langham, you are to this day the all-time leading scorer at Langham Creek High School. When in your, in your four years there with, with the Lobos did you start to realize, okay, I'm really good at this basketball thing. I can take this to the next level, get an education in the process, and keep playing the game I love. When did that first kind of show up on your radar? Well, freshman year, I was on the varsity team, and that's pretty rare. So being able to be on the team and help lead them to like playoffs and stuff, that's pretty cool. So by junior, sophomore year, I played AAU and I was on a good team. They got a lot of looks from scout, scouts that be at the games. So seeing them get scholarships, that just only made me hungrier to keep working. 
So you go to Commerce, a and Commerce, Jason Burton's team there, originally a Division II program when you first got there. Mm -hmm. um, by your senior year, they jump up to Division I in the Southland Conference. Um, you didn't get to play the full Division I season, though, because in January, about this time last year, you suffered a season-ending AC injury. Yes. Um, after you had two seasons as a Division II All-American, tons of success, now you get a chance to show what you can do at the Division I level, mm -hmm. and 17 games in, it's suddenly over. How I'm sure that had to be incredibly frustrating because everything you have a chance to prove on top of what you've already proven, suddenly you go into recovery mode almost a year. Right. Well, we can start off with coming to Commerce. I, that was my only op option, my only offer. So I didn't have many options. I didn't want to go anywhere else. And being in the Dallas area, closer to home, it just felt great. So my success came with all my teammates, having my best by my side, and just building my confidence. So your best friends, with, we had her on the show last week with Desiree Colonel. Mm -hmm. um, talk about that friendship, off the floor, on the floor. I mean, you can see it in everything that, that goes on on a day-to-day -day basis with this team. Freshman year, well, we had orientation. We just instantly clicked, and we never looked back. So that's pretty good. Um, I don't know. I feel like she just, we're opposites, so opposites attract. I'm quiet. She's loud and outgoing, so that explains our friendship. Um, she knows a lot about me, knows me, anything. I don't know, it's crazy. I never had a friend like her. And to play with her on the court is just chemistry. I know her abilities, what she's capable of. She knows mine. So we just keep each other level-headed. And so going back to the end of commerce, you, you go through the, the season-ending injury, and then Coach Burton gets the job here at North Texas. You decide to follow him and continue and finish out your career here with the mean green. I mean, I mean, going back to the injury and we, we've seen it as coach Burton said, every game, it seems like you get better and better and closer and closer to what you were before the injury. I mean, are you still even at 100% yet? Because every time, every time I call a game, it's like, okay, here's, here's Deani at full power. And then next game you do something even more. And I'm like, okay, is she, are we still seeing what Deani was like? commerce before what what are, where are you at in your opinion this was my biggest mental battle i've ever experienced my first injury ever and i was out for 10 months and it wasn't the best i couldn't bend my knee i had to get it manipulated it was just so many trials that set me back to and then when burden got the job i came to unt the P pt trainer he's so great he got me back in two months i was two months behind on my rehab so i was like I'm not gonna make it until the conference season starts. And so I just worked hard through the summer. Couldn't practice with them, still mentally not strong. And being on the court, not producing as I was before I got hurt, it was just like, what's my role? So yeah, I just had to keep working. And as your role has evolved here, I mean, you were in the starting lineup a couple times this year. I think you've made four starts this year. Um, kind of trading spots back and forth with Ariana Hardaway. Um, and then 
kind of around the end of non-conference play and the start of conference play, I mean, you weren't even really playing too much. I mean, I think against the Char against Charlotte, you had four minutes one mm -hmm. night, and then two or three games later, you go off for 20-something points, and, and it's been, like Coach Burton said, the role that you he, – he's told you basically, we're not going to start you anymore. You are going to be the sixth woman of the year, mm -hmm. and you have embraced that role and – and have done everything you can to help your team win. Talk about mentally accepting that role and, and taking it with stride and doing whatever you can in that role to help this team win. Well, when he told me, he just kept it real. You've had your best game off the bench. So I practice how I play. In practice, I wasn't my best. I was not mentally strong at all. So getting there, being consistent with my shot, finding what I can be good at and what my role can be, and how I can lead this team to where we are now. I just feel like I just locked in on that role. Final couple questions here before we let you go, Yanni. Um, what's your major? Criminal justice. Criminal justice. What do you want to do with that uh, once you're, um, after a long professional basketball career, um, what do you want to do with that uh, degree? I want to be a probation officer or something dealing with crime scenes. Okay. Where, where does that interest come from? I watch documentaries and <laughs> crime stories, so I'm pretty interested. Just interested via that. Okay, mm -hmm. awesome. Well, Deanna Robinson, really appreciate you spending a little bit of your Monday with us here at Rudy's. Thanks Thank for joining you. us. Thank you. Deanna Robinson, ladies and gentlemen. Card for the Mean Green. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap up the women's basketball segment with Coach Burton here on the Mean Sports Network from Learfield. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge-watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog, because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2024 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Want to win a trip to New Orleans? Visit MeanGreenSports.com slash contest and register for your chance to fly to New Orleans with the Mean Green basketball team on February 28th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and game tickets to see North Texas take on Tulane at Avon G. Fogelman Arena and Mean Green Apparel. Register today at MeanGreenSports.com slash contest. This exclusive opportunity is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud partner of Mean Green Athletics. Today tastes like game day at home, like assigned couch seating. <laughs> tastes like coffee table dining and an ice cold Coke to cool down the heat. It tastes like the game you've waited for all week with friends you've known your whole life. <laughs> Today tastes like watching football is supposed to, and it never tasted this good. Coca-Cola, together tastes better. You smell that smoke? That's Rudy's Real Texas Barbecue reeling you in. It's tailgating season, so let Rudy's Real Texas Barbecue do all your smoking for you. Don't forget about Rudy's mouth-watering slow smoke prime rib. You up early? Swing by Rudy's starting at 6 a.m. to cure your breakfast taco craving. Having a party? Rudy's caters all over the Metroplex. Stop by any one of the five DFW locations today and experience the experience. Real Texas Barbecue, slow smoked with oak on our 100% wood-fired smokers. Rudy's is Real Texas Barbecue. Next in line. 
And welcome back to Rudy's Barbecue here on I-35 in Teasley in Etten for the Mean Green Basketball Coaches Show as we wrap things up on the women's side with Jason Burton, the head coach of the Mean Green women's team. And uh, briefly, Coach Burton, just to recap, uh, Deani Robinson, I mean, just unbelievable player. She's been through a lot um, in terms of the last year of just trying to come back from that injury and, and finding a new role on a new team. And, and you can just tell it's even, even through the ups and downs, she's really taken it in stride and, and accepted what she needs to do to help this team win and is doing it successfully. For sure. I, I thought that, you know, her coming off the bench took some of the pressure off of her. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, you know, it's a lot of pressure at the point guard spot to lead the team and all that. And I thought Ariana has been doing a great job of just getting us in our stuff, being a local leader, and doing exactly what, what she needs to do to set the tone for our team. But it allowed her, Diani, to, to kind of do what she does best, and, and that's keep that pace going really fast, score. Like, we talked about defense with, with Anaya and, and Desiree Wooten, but on the receiving end of a lot of those fast breaks is Diani, a full-speed jet going to get a layup. And so, you know, I, I look at the highlights from last game and the game before and all those runs, and you see a Diani Robinson going the length of the floor to go score one. Um, she is a, she's definitely been a spark for us and, and a big-time scorer as of late. So that's, that's something that we needed. When you look at our front court and how dominant our front court's been, um, we needed a guard that consistently score for us, and that's what she's doing right now for us. Two games before our next coaches show uh, a week from today, uh, UTSA on Wednesday, Tulsa on Sunday. These are two road games. And, uh, man, we'll start off briefly with, with UTSA. I know – don't try and look ahead too much uh, to Tulsa before UTSA is done. But um, 6.30 at the Convocation Center in San Antonio on Wednesday night. And, man, they're a team that, if anything, um, they can play some defense down there in San Antonio with Karen Aston's squad. Um, you know, what, uh, what challenges do the Roadrunners present uh, to your team? Obviously well coached. You know, former North Texas head coach, former UT head coach, uh, longtime UT head coach. And um, but she has her team playing defense and rebounding. I think they're the best rebounding team in the league right now. And that's one thing they do extremely well. So even if they're not scoring the ball on the first shot, you know, they're going to rebound it. And so we've got to do a great job on the glass. But they're just a tough team. They're going to be uh, well prepared. They're going to have a scouted. They're going to throw different things at us. Um, but they're a little young. Two of, their, two of their top seven players are true freshmen and one of them center spot. And so I feel bad for any freshman that has to go against Tamisha Lampkin. <laughs> That's you're gonna have to send multiple people. Uh, she's gonna have to get some help, and so um, we just got to keep building. You know, they're gonna be really good. But every team we're playing uh, at this point in the year, you're gonna get their best shot, especially when you're sitting in first place. That's where everybody wants to be. So you're gonna get everybody's best shot. Um, they're gonna play loose, especially at home. And so you know, we got to go down there and 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 build off of our last game. That was our best game. I feel like this year, from start to finish, and of how we played on both ends of the floor. Um, 87 points against against that team is um, they only give up like 62 a game on average. Right, right. So to, to do that and, and the way he did it and, and play defense and get stops, um, I feel good about where we're at. We just got to keep going. Well, that's uh, six third on Wednesday at the Convocation Center. The Tulsa game is Sunday at 2 p.m. up in Tulsa. Uh, if you can't make the trip, uh, you can listen, of course, on the Varsity Network app. Pre-game starts at 6 for UTSA, 1.30 for Tulsa on Sunday. Coach Burton, it's good to be in first place. But as we said, there's still uh, 10 conference games left to play, so still a lot of basketball to go. And 
We look forward to seeing what the rest of this year has in store. Yes, sir. Thank you. That's Jason Burton, head coach of the Mean Green women's basketball team. We'll take a break and shift gears, talk men's basketball with Ross Hodge here on the Mean Green Sports Network from Learfield. You smell that smoke? That's Rudy's Real Texas Barbecue reeling you in. It's tailgating season, so let Rudy's Real Texas Barbecue do all your smoking for you. Don't forget about Rudy's mouth-watering slow-smoke prime rib. Be up early? Swing by Rudy's starting at 6 a.m. to cure your breakfast taco craving. Having a party? Rudy's caters all over the Metroplex. Stop by any one of the five DFW locations today and experience the experience. Real Texas Barbecue, slow-smoked with oak on our 100% wood-fired smokers. Rudy's is Real Texas Barbecue. Next in line. Today tastes like game day at home, like assigned couch seating, <laughs> tastes like coffee table dining, and an ice cold Coke to cool down the heat. It tastes like the game you've waited for all week with friends you've known your whole life. <laughs> Today tastes like watching football is supposed to, and it never tasted this good. Coca-Cola, together tastes better. Want to win a trip to New Orleans? Visit MeanGreenSports.com slash contest and register for your chance to fly to New Orleans with the Mean Green basketball team on February 28th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and game tickets to see North Texas take on Tulane at Avon G. Fogelman Arena and Mean Green Apparel. Register today at MeanGreenSports.com slash contest. This exclusive opportunity is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud partner of Mean Green Athletics. Do you believe in the mean green? For over 60 years, Bill Utter Ford has been a proud sponsor of the North Texas Wheel Club. Every mean green alumni and student gets special discounts through our X-Plan pricing program. And come check out the all-new, totally redesigned Bill Utter Ford with free Wi-Fi, a Starbucks coffee bar, and over 500 vehicles to choose from. We're located on the utterly affordable side of the Metroplex in Denton, Texas, and at BillUtterFord.com. Dos Equis knows college football game day is filled with iconic traditions. The fight songs, the mascots, the rivalries, the pregame text to your ex for her dad's cable login so you and your buddy can stream the game even though you promised last season you were just about to get your own subscription. Whatever your game day ritual is, make sure you're doing it with a real one. Dos Equis. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2023 Dos Equis. Imported by Cervezas Peggy Connors, White Plains, New York. Life is yours to spend. Spend it expanding your balance. Spend it expanding your mind. Spend it wondering what comes next. Spend it trusting that God has a plan. Spend it taking small steps in your own life. Spend it making a big impact on someone else's. First United Bank. Spend life wisely. On the Mean Green Sports Network from Learfield, this is the Mean Green Coaches Show with Jason Burton and Ross Hodge. Brought to you by Bill Utter Ford, Dos Equis, First State Bank, James Wood Buick GMC, Coors Light, First United Bank, Ramey King Insurance, Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, and by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. Now, here is your host, Zach Babb. And welcome back to Rudy's Barbecue here. I-35 in Teasley in Denton for the Bean Green Basketball Coaches Show. And we now 
shift gears from women's basketball to men's basketball. And we're the head coach of the men's basketball team, Ross Hodge. And uh, coach, I guess just to start in general, I mean, a wild week of games, two really good contests, the, the two-point win over SMU, the three-point loss to FAU. I mean, when you when you talk about moving to the American and having opportunities to play some high-end competition, I mean, it feels like this last week was what that was all about. I mean, that was two great games. You beat a rival. You come really close in the home barn of the 22-ranked team in the country. That's just some real quality basketball being played in this league right now. <clears throat> yeah. Um, like I said, I feel super thankful to be part of, you know, this league. And it is uh, – it's a really good league. Um, I think it's the seventh or eighth best ranked league in the country right now. And I think those two games last week were, you know, what college players want to play in and what coaches want to coach in and, you know, both environments. Obviously, the pit on Thursday was incredible. And, um, you know, what they've done there and what they've built um, there in, in Boca, it was a, a great environment too. So, um Told them didn't didn't bring a, a win back from Florida, but I did bring back sunny weather and seventy five <laughs> degree temperature. So, well, <clears throat> to kind of follow up on what Zach was saying, you know, in preparation for SMU and for FAU, you talk to your team about some opponents are black and white. You know what they're going to do. You know what their tendencies are, where their strengths are. That's where they lean. But with both of those teams, so many different options. I mean, you just played two incredibly. Uh, balanced offensive teams, and I think, you know, fans are excited to beat SMU, but let's give them their due. That's a really nice basketball team. Yeah, they've been playing um, They've been playing as good as anybody in the league going into that game, and uh, going into our game on Thursday, they had, every, every game they had won had been by double digits, and, you know, every time you clicked on a game to watch, I mean, they were up 15, 17, and outside of the Purdue win in the NCAA tournament, it was the the highest or, you know, lowest, however you phrase it. It was the best win from a net standpoint that we've ever had here other than the Purdue win because I think they were like 27, 28 going into that game. Um, got tripped up yesterday, which, again, is a testament to how hard it is to win on the road in this league and how yeah. every night is going to be uh, a challenge. But had a lot of respect for them. Knew that was going to be just an incredible basketball game, and it was. Yeah, you know, we were talking, the fans that are here, a lot of them have been following Mean Green basketball for years. So FAU in the Sun Belt was one thing. They had some nice teams with Mike Jarvis. We had some pretty good battles in, in Hot Springs. Uh, into the Conference USA ranks. But it's a much different beast when you go to FAU now. That gym is packed. You can call it a high school gym, but the bottom line is the atmosphere yesterday was unreal yeah it was uh again um it's what you it's what you want to do you know we knew it was going to be a quick turnaround um we knew that we knew how important the smu game was to so many people and with them making the move to the acc next year um the the reality of the situation is that may be the last time you ever saw them play in denton very well could be um, obviously we have to go there in a couple weeks. So we knew how important that game was to so many people. Um, you can't, you couldn't run from that. 
fact and we we did embrace it but then we also did not ever happened with that game good or bad like we were on a plane 36 hours later and you're playing a top 25 team that went to the final four that returned every player and yeah you pull up there and it's it's a 2000 seat arena but you know you pull up an hour before the game and lines wrapped around the building to get in there and you know it was a testament to how close our games have been with them and um you know basketball when you're playing really good teams again you're on both ends thursday night balls in the air holding your breath doesn't go in you're having a water celebration everybody's excited sunday balls in the air ours doesn't go in there goes in you're heartbreaking and but like i've always said it doesn't change the fact of you know what we've got to improve on and um you know the key is how can you keep improving how can you keep better so you're not always in a situation where a ball is in the air and you're having to hold your breath when you you talk about you know getting in those situations you when when the team landed last night at at Denton Enterprise you talked to the team and one of the things you brought up uh that Dave relayed to me was details I mean when you're playing these super good teams, top 25 teams, even if they're not ranked, this, this, the Americans full of great teams in this league, how much the, even the minute details matter. You know, you can talk about the step back three and, and the jumper and up all you want, but there are other things beside that that can be the difference against these really good teams. Yeah, that's what we watched um, this morning. Um, we got back about 8 o'clock, watched film this morning. And um, <clears throat> that's what excites me the most about our team is going into that game, talking to them, looking at them in the locker room. Like, we fully expected to win that game. I felt like we played that way. Um, regardless of, of, again, not having Ruben out there. And, and relatively, like, when you look out on the floor, there are times we're playing games where it's like not one person was in our program last year. And they, they don't ever make it an excuse. And they fully expected to win. And I challenged our guys before that game yesterday. I thought, like, wanted to see us really stay together and fight really hard. And they did that. That's so disappointed that we did those two things. And then there were just, like, over the course of the 40 minutes, just executing offensively and defensively and doing a couple things differently. You know, the place is falling out of there with a minute to go. And it's quiet because you're up 10. You're not up two. Um, but our guys... It's one thing I appreciate about our guys. They continue to get better. They see it. They were disappointed, not discouraged. Um, but, you know, again, you got to give FAU a lot of credit. So they, they put you in very difficult situations, and experience is the best teacher. And nobody has more experience than those guys. Yeah, their precision passing in their transition game, I mean, they really can zip the ball. So you've got to get back in, in a hurry. And I thought we did a good job getting back and loading up, but it just it never stops. So you, you can't let down. And then, you know, the shot that he hits is an amazing shot because he's looking, he's, he's looking for a foul, and he's like way up in the air, barrel-chested, no one reaches. He shot, puts it in. I mean, it, it, it's, it was an amazing game by John L. Yeah, he's a great player. I mean, preseason player of the year. Um in the league for a reason, preseason All-American for a reason, and he's he's improved and he's so difficult to defend. Um, but I think if you look at the, the game film and the totality of the whole entire situation, you don't want it to come down to having the ball in the best player's hand in your league with yeah. a shot to win it. 
But you know, I know how you, you drilled down these, these moments. He also missed a dunk in the first half. So if he didn't make that shot, they can go back and say, we could have won this game Absolutely. on a dunk in the first. And there's just so many moments in that game like that. The other one that I thought was interesting, and I, I'm sure most people watched on ESPN2 and, and maybe didn't listen, but when Dave and I saw uh, the elbow that caught Robert Allen in the mouth, Robert tried to signal to the official, say, I just got popped in the mouth because I, he was already bleeding. He basically played a whole possession just sucking in the blood. I mean, yeah. he, he kept his mouth shut so that he wouldn't have to come out. That tells you a lot about that cat. Yeah, he's tough. And it, it uh, yeah, he ended up getting, had to get six stitches right down the middle of his lip. After the game. And he's going to the dentist here in a little bit and kind of got two, his two bottom teeth caved in just a little bit. Got an elbow flush. Um, but yeah, went down. I think he actually scored a layup. Yeah. And then, you know, finally got the referee's attention. And so he, he's tough for sure. Speaking of tough players, um, our player yesterday is John Bugs III. Uh, give me a little rundown about him, what he means to this team on and off the floor. Man, it's nice to have him back. Yep. Um, you know, I thought, uh, again, he worked so hard to get himself back. And you see what he was able to step into on Thursday and made some incredibly big shots at the end of that game. Um, but in his rehab process, you know, we're practicing and he's running every stair in the super pit. Just run all the way to the top, all the way to the top, all the way down, all the way to the top, all the way down, just to keep his conditioning level um, and just worked tirelessly to try to get back. Um, and so you, as a coach, you get to see that and that adds a layer of appreciation for what fans and everyone gets to see the product be when he steps out on the floor. And um, he's got a great personality, super infectious, so much energy, and uh, super glad he's back. Obviously made some big shots yesterday. Well, we'll talk to uh, John Bugs here after this break as we continue on the Mean Green Basketball Coaches Show from Rudy's at I-35 at Teasley and Denton here on the Mean Green Sports Network from Learfield. There are three words that fuel excitement at Bill Utter Ford. Ford Truck Month. At Bill Utter Ford, we have trucks that are especially priced to move off our lot and right to your front door. Why wait? The time is now to keep on trucking in a new truck that's tough enough and smart enough to keep you moving and grooving. Let us save you thousands off all the inventory we have in stock. Stop by and visit us or shop with us online at BillUtterFord.com. A Denton County tradition for over 67 years. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2024 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Life is yours to spend. Spend it expanding your balance. Spend it expanding your mind. Spend it wondering what comes next. Spend it trusting that God has a plan. Spend it taking small steps in your own life. Spend it making a big impact on someone else's. First United Bank. Spend life wisely. 
Want to win a trip to New Orleans? Visit MeanGreenSports.com slash contest and register for your chance to fly to New Orleans with the Mean Green basketball team on February 28th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive a round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and game tickets to see North Texas take on Tulane at Avon G. Fogelman Arena and Mean Green Apparel. Register today at MeanGreenSports.com slash contest. This exclusive opportunity is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud partner of Mean Green Athletics. And welcome back to Rudy Barbecue here at I-35 and Teasley and Denton for the Bean Green Basketball Coaches Show. And now we uh, welcome in our player guest on the men's side, John Bugs III. Bugs, appreciate you uh, spending a little bit of your Monday here with us at Rudy's. Man, I'm glad to be here for sure. So just to, to dial the clock back a little bit, you're from Homer, Louisiana. Right. And did you spend most of your childhood there? Did you bounce around a bit? I know by your senior year of high school, you were in Connecticut. So what's kind of the, the dot connecting there? Um, so I went to school in Homer till I was probably about seventh grade. And then I transferred to a small, smaller high school about 15 minutes down the road. It's actually where Carl Malone went to high school. Oh, wow. Summerfield. Okay. Yeah. So I went there for my high school career, you know, um, Got recruited a little bit, but felt like I should have some better options. So I went to prep school in Connecticut, and then it just kind of goes everywhere from there. So you originally ended up at UMass, right. not too far away uh, from from Putnam and right. in, in in Connecticut. I mean, um, you spent a year there. Was that the year you got injured? Uh, yeah, okay. so probably about... I said my, my first summer there, I had a knee operation. And then, like, the third game of the season there, I tore my ACL. And then uh, COVID hit, and then I decided Just a to. mess from there. Right. Okay. Yeah. So you end up, and because there's a – I know you, you still went to UTSA last year. Right. But, again, kind of the indirect JUCO pipeline, you spend a year at Hill College. Right. Um, what was that experience like at, at the JUCO level? Just because it, it's so different from, I know it can be different from Division One, and sometimes it's the same. What was your, what did the, the, the Hill College life teach you about the sport and, and, and college basketball? Oh, uh, it taught me a lot. You know, going to prep school, it was kind of very similar to JUCO, so it wasn't really much of a surprise. Maybe like the traveling, you know, like UMass, private playing, you know. Hill College road trips all the time. <laughs> we taking a bus to Kansas or, you know, the middle of nowhere, Oklahoma. Different than the charter you just got off of. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So, you know, that was kind of different. I mean, but I feel like basketball is all the same, you know what I'm saying? Once you get somewhere and you, you start to figure things out, like, it's all the same thing. Pass, catch, shoot, don't turn the ball over, play good defense. <laughs> Pretty much the same thing. So you and I were talking uh, a couple of road trips ago about the growth spurt you had. Right. You, you, were, you were kind of a small kid, and then suddenly, right. boom. Tell, tell the fans and us again, how many inches did you grow in, in what span of time? Uh, I grew six and a half inches in two months. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not a spurt. That's something else. That's uh, that's scientifically impossible. Yeah, so it happened, like, in the middle of my season, too, like in the middle of my basketball season. So it was, like, a crazy time. Kind of almost lost my mind, <laughs> lost my game. <laughs> 
had to, you know, change my game up a little bit, but we're here now. So. You, you, you went from uh, guard to center. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Two months. Two months. <laughs> so on a, from past Hill College, you transferred right. to UTSA. Yeah. Uh, you spent last season there. And then, uh, and now this season, you're with the North Texas Mean Green. I mean, right. what what was behind your decision to to come to North Texas, play for Coach Hodge, and, and, and try and win a championship here in Denton? Uh, guy, I really look up to. You know, he got a lot of respect for Coach Hodge and some of the guys that um, he ended up adding to the staff. You know, so that that kind of going to interest. Um, we were already kind of familiar with each other too, but um, my ex teammate. Abu Usman play here. He kind of really like told me to come here. He was just like, just go. Like I promise, Hodge gonna take care of you. And yeah, that kind of went into my decision too. And being able to play in front of my family. Like I have a lot of family in DFW area. So like most of every home game, I have like 15 to probably 20 family members at the game. And I haven't really been able to play in front of a lot of my family members being at UMass and then being hurt uh, some of my junior college games. So, yeah. And so here at North Texas, I, I, it's, it's fun to hear, though, that Abu Uzman is doing some recruiting for us. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, I mean, here, obviously, the shoulder injury that, that kept you out for a handful of games. Right. Um, and Coach mentioned it I mean just when you can't really work out shoulders per se which right. obviously a big portion of the game of basketball right. shoulders right. um running up and down the stairs super pit just right. to just to do some sort of physical activity to to stay in the the division one athlete shape you need to be right. in talk about that a little bit well I mean I know how hard it is to win games you know and I mean we're in the stretch of it conference right now and the guys been holding it down and I know it was gonna need my energy and I needed to be a spark plug when I came back so I was just working relentlessly just to get back and when I got back to be the level that I needed to be to compete for my mates so when you're rehabbing, you're working not just with the trainer, Matt Mello, although right. you're with Matt quite a bit, but Jamie Martinez, our strength coach, is right. definitely involved. Uh, which one did you spend more time with in terms of trying to get back to playing shape? Um, I think uh, the days that I was injured, we probably spent about four and a half, five hours together every day just, you know, working on my shoulder, you know, whether it's doing exercises, recovery, stem, needles, you know, uh, putting cups on my neck, you know, just all type of uncomfortable stuff. But, you know, it takes what it takes. That's what Coach says all the time. So, you know, it took what it took. <laughs> well, it's good to have you back playing again. Um, I have to ask you, though, before we let you go here, as our, our time's getting short, mm -hmm. outside of basketball, when you're, your fam family's still in Homer, Louisiana? Right, right. Horses. Right. You train horses. Right. Tell me about that. How how did that become an interest of yours and everything you do that when you're not playing basketball, it's it's more equestrian-related things. Well, it wasn't really a choice or interest. My dad just kind of threw me up there. <laughs> <laughs> and I fell off a couple times, you know. I was kind of mad at my dad, like, a lot <laughs> and crying to my mom. But, I mean, it made me a tougher guy and, like, so that's pretty much like my whole life. Like, you go back to our home in Louisiana, it's just 
basketball and boots. Like that's been my whole <laughs> life since I've been probably three or four years old. And I mean, I love it. We got five horses right now. We got four pregnant. Um, my dad kind of has scaled down since I went to college because he don't have nobody to help him. Um, but yeah, we got these babies that's coming along, and my dad said that's gonna be the five five horses, four pregnant. One of those yeah. horses has been really busy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Bet we can spot that one. Well, that that's John Bugs the third. John Bugs, appreciate you stopping by, spending a little me. bit of our of your Monday with us here. Yeah, try to smile some more, all right? <laughs> we'll take one uh, final break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up with uh, Coach Hodge here on the Mean Green Sports Network from Learfield. Dos Equis knows college football game day is filled with iconic traditions. The fight songs, the mascots, the rivalries. The pregame text to your ex for her dad's cable login so you and your buddy can stream the game even though you promised last season you were just about to get your own subscription. Whatever your game day ritual is, make sure you're doing it with a real one. Dos Equis. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2023 Dos Equis. Imported by Cervezas and Hicana's White Plains, New York. Want to win a trip to New Orleans? Visit MeanGreenSports.com slash contest and register for your chance to fly to New Orleans with the Mean Green basketball team on February 28th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and game tickets to see North Texas take on Tulane at Avon G. Fogelman Arena and Mean Green Apparel. Register today at MeanGreenSports.com slash contest. This exclusive opportunity is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud partner of Mean Green Athletics. Today tastes like game day at home, like assigned couch seating. <laughs> tastes like coffee table dining and an ice cold Coke to cool down the heat. It tastes like the game you've waited for all week with friends you've known your whole life. <laughs> Today tastes like watching football is supposed to, and it never tasted this good. Coca-Cola, together tastes better. You smell that smoke? That's Rudy's Real Texas Barbecue reeling you in. It's tailgating season, so let Rudy's Real Texas Barbecue do all your smoking for you. Don't forget about Rudy's mouth-watering slow smoke prime rib. Be up early? Swing by Rudy's starting at 6 a.m. to cure your breakfast taco craving. Having a party? Rudy's caters all over the Metroplex. Stop by any one of the five DFW locations today and experience the experience. Real Texas Barbecue. Slow smoked with oak on our 100% wood-fired smokers. Rudy's is Real Texas Barbecue. Next to Welcome back to Rudy's Barbecue here for our final segment of the Mean Green Basketball Coaches Show. We're joined by the head coach of the Mean Green Men, Ross Hodge. And uh, coach, you know, it's every time I, I, I tell you between breaks, it's like, man, whoever the player guest is we talk to is such a great guy. And you always tell me they're all great guys and they just prove it. Every yeah, week. they're uh, super awesome, man. Super invested. Feel really fortunate to... Uh, come to work and get to coach some of the quality people for sure. Bugs is typical of what we see now though, a guy that's really well traveled. Now he gets along with everybody obviously, but that's tough man at that age to make as many starts and stops and he'll finish up here with you. So you, you're the last coach that gets a chance to, to mold him. Yeah. Um, been through a lot, been through knee surgeries and um, shoulder surgery and like just the perspective that has been shaped 
through the game will serve him so much better as he continues through his life. So looking at the two games on the schedule before our next coaches show, Wednesday, 8 o'clock, a little bit of a late start against UAB uh, at Super Pit, and then Saturday at 5 against South Florida. I mean, you look at both of those teams, UAB upset Memphis yesterday, South Florida upset Memphis within the last 11 days. I mean, we, we kind of talked about it in the first segment. I mean, this is such a tough league, and albeit you get two games at home here, but, man, uh, the competition doesn't really get any easier. Yeah, that's what we were – again, it's exciting. You know, it's what you want to be, what you want to do. Uh, we landed last night about, like I said, about 8 o'clock, and then when we landed we saw that, you know, UAB beat Memphis 97-88, and it kind of instantly any sort of – feeling sorry for yourself or disappointment, you instantly were kind of like, all right, let's go. Um, and I asked those guys, you know, it's like, uh, I'm sure a lot of people have seen uh, the movie, The Shank Redemption. You know, it's one of my favorite lines. You either get busy living or you get busy dying. And you better get busy living in this conference, man, because they, they come really fast and it's another great opportunity, national TV game um, against two teams that are right at the top and obviously very familiar with UAB, played them four times last year, um, and, you know, South Florida. Uh, obligatory Reuben Jones update. I know Matt DeMello tells me, ask that question, but is he, is he literally day-to-day -day right now? It is. It is. I know it's like the eye roll of the century for, like, when a coach says, like, it's day-to-day, -day, but it, is, it literally is day-to-day. -day. Um, you know, it's like just a re-aggravation in that SMU game and kind of got overextended a little bit and, and maybe could even a rig aggravate if it wasn't bothering him previous to that game. But he's another one. He's working super hard, um, doing everything he can. And, you know, we, we miss him on the floor. Um, but selfishly, it's easy to think it, but but I feel bad for him. That's who, that's who you feel bad for. Well, as you said, Coach, the games don't get any easier. It's to be Wednesday at 8 o'clock, 7.30 pregame show. Hank and Dave will have the call, 95.3, and on the Varsity Network app, 4.30 for a 5 o'clock start Saturday against USF. Thanks, everybody, for listening and being out here at Rudy's on the Coach's Show from Learfield. This has been the Mean Green Coach's Show with Jason Burton and Ross Hodge. Brought to you by Bill Utter Ford, Coca-Cola, Dos Equis, First State Bank, James Wood Buick GMC, Coors Light, First United Bank, Ramey King Insurance, Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, and by Mellow Signs. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Mean Green Sports Network.